Would you like to win and achieve success at what you do? Welcome to the Winner's Ways Podcast, where we create winners every day. And now, your host, the author of Winner's Ways book and life coach, Bola Alabi. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Winner's Ways podcast. This is where we connect expert guests with the audience. Today on the show, we have a guest, Matthew Stevie, who is a serial entrepreneur, marketing movement, writer, pilot, and wine enthusiast. This guy has created marketing strategies, content, and campaigns for clients, including Microsoft, Google, LinkedIn, and HP. And he had contributed to organizations and magazines like Wired, Forbes, and Popular Science. Currently, Matthew is a CEO at Articulate Marketing, a UK marketing agency specializing in the technology sector. So, if you are trying to learn about marketing, if you want to start promoting your company, if you are trying to attract more customers to your products, this show is going to be essential for you. You've got to listen to this. So, without further ado, let me bring in my guest. Hey, Matt. Welcome to the show. Very nice to be here, Bola. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. So, uh, Matt, uh, I just uh, did a little bit of a teaser about you, but uh, my audience, they would like to know you. So do you want to tell us who you are, what you do, and what uh, my audience will gain from, you know, listening to this show today? Sure. Um, well, I run uh, an 18-person marketing agency in the UK, so I'm uh, very familiar with website design, development, SEO, getting visitors to your website. We're a HubSpot Diamond partner, so we use HubSpot software to do customer relationship management, uh, marketing automation, sales enablement, analytics, websites, all of that stuff. That's the, the tool that we like. Um, I've been doing that for almost 20 years. And before that, I was a freelance journalist for a few years. Um, I used to write for Wired and Popular Science and people like that. And before that, in the very long ago, I used to run a computer games company that I sold in 2000. And I just want to make clear, I do like wine. I do like flying. I do like writing. I don't do them all at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's fun. That's it's good to hear all this uh, background about you. So yes, I I read about your uh, computer game company, uh, Intelligent Games. Is that what it's called? Yes, yes. Crikey, long time ago. Oh wow, that's awesome. I, I love playing games uh, whenever I I have uh, some minutes on my hand. So that's that's pretty cool. Me, me too. And it's very nice now I'm not doing that to enjoy games as, as a civilian, you know, just to actually enjoy them. And um, we, we used to do a lot of um, games about the Dune books, you know, that science fiction thing. So we did a couple of those. 
And because the film just came out last year, suddenly everyone is ringing me up wanting to do interviews about the, these games that we used to make about Dune. So I've had a lot of that sort of nostalgia, but it was a long time ago. I sold that business 22 years ago and I, I, I just enjoy games now. So Matt, obviously you have a very impressive uh, background. I see that um, you have created uh, marketing strategies uh, for companies like Microsoft, Google, LinkedIn, you know, it's it's a big accomplishment in my opinion to be able to have these uh, big players as uh, your clients. So definitely that shows me that you know what you are doing, especially when we talk about uh, marketing. So I want to ask you, you know, for the purpose of my audience, what is marketing? How can maybe an entrepreneur, you know, starts uh, the discovery of marketing or how can they launch their marketing plan so that they can attract uh, customers? Well, you said it yourself. The, the heart of marketing is to attract customers. It's the art and the science of bringing people to you so you can start a, a sales conversation. But I think if you step back from that a little bit, Marketing requires this sort of imaginative exercise where you try to understand your customers' needs and problems and ambitions and pain points. So there is a sort of a, a research and a human sympathy bit to marketing. Marketing also requires, I think, that you understand what you are selling. And I mean, that's sort of obvious. Most people really know that their product very well, but actually understanding what they're selling in the context of what customers, potential customers need and want, so that you can have a communication, a relationship, an engagement with people that's based on talking to them about their needs in their language and positioning your product in that context. So HubSpot talks about um, connect uh, and close. Um, Attract, connect, and close. So getting people to your website, communicating with them, connecting with them, getting them to fill in forms, start a relationship with you, download something, and then closing them through the sales process. Um, we, we talk at Articulate about informing people and uh, connecting with people and inspiring people. It's the same thing. So it's the, the third big part of marketing is how you orchestrate and organize and run and inspire that journey, that customer's journey from who, who, who on earth is articulate marketing? Who is Matthew Stibber through to, you know, I've got a problem they can solve. They understand my world. They understand my language. They know what, and I, I like what I'm seeing to, you know, where do I sign? I want to, I want to hire you guys. And that it's that journey. And I think a lot of people think marketing is just a sort of bolt on to sales and sales happens at the end of that journey. And in my view, the earlier you can engage with people in their thinking and the more you can talk to them, as I say, about their issues in their language, the more better marketing you're doing and the easier the sales will be. Perfect. I, I like the way you put it. Uh, it's all about attracting, connecting, and closing, you know, converting uh, the sales. And um, I'm going to explore, you know, the marketing best practices. But before then, we want, I want to ask you uh, about common mistakes that you've seen when people talk about mm -hmm. marketing. 
what what are those mistakes? I, I know you talked about relationship, communication, uh, understanding uh, your products, which are great. But what are the maybe one or two mistakes that you've mm-hmm. seen uh, maybe in your agency that people make when they you know want to promote their products or services? Sure. Well, we mainly work in the business-to-business technology sector. So yes, we have these big, lovely multinational clients like Dell and Microsoft, but mostly we work with small and medium-sized companies. And in what is true of technology companies probably is true for most businesses. It, it's this. I understand my product really well. And if I can only tell you about how great my product is and all the wonderful features it has and all the technical details of it, you're, you will inevitably want to buy it, right? Because you are, as an entrepreneur, the expert in your business. The thing that you, the passion you have is about your product and about solving that thing and about typically about that technology, the expertise you've spent your life developing and manifesting. Most people in the world aren't spending any time at all thinking about you, your business, your product, right? You know, you have to earn that engagement with them. Um, So the first big, that that sort of, that not understanding that is the first big problem, actually. It's just marketing isn't just telling people about your product. I, I sometimes call this the sushi problem, right? There's a huge difference between sushi, which is like an appetizing, tantalizing, exciting experience and food, versus cold dead fish, which is a technically accurate description of what you're eating, but is not marketing. Okay, so the sushi problem, that's the first problem. There are more, but the second big problem I I sometimes see, and it's related to the sushi problem, is what I call the man or the person in the mirror problem, Mm. which is to assume that the person you are marketing to is like you. Meaning not necessarily like, you know, they like wine and flying and writing like me, but they they have the same life experience. They have the same technical understanding. They have the same uh, um, needs and things. So the thing that motivates you to do your business. I find this a lot in my world where I, I assume everyone thinks like an entrepreneur and they really don't. Right. So I have to do quite a lot of imaginative work to understand how people actually live their life. I've been a lifelong entrepreneur. That's an example of this. In, in, in clients we have, they think that the person in the mirror is also a technical expert and they want to know all about the speeds and feeds and technical details of the product. They don't. They just want to know how it's going to solve their problem. Right? Absolutely. So man in the mirror problem and the sushi problem, they're the two, two starting points, I think. You know what? That's a great way of explaining it because, uh, like you've said, marketing is not only about knowing your product, but you must also know your customer, understand their pain, understand their challenges, the problem they are trying to solve. It is by you know knowing that that you cannot pitch your product that hey, this product is going to solve this problem for you. And I think with that, you'll be able to do that attract connect and convert. So that's excellent, uh, uh, Matthew. So, you know, we've talked about the problem or the mistakes uh, that people uh, often make when uh, they do marketing. Now let's talk about marketing best practices. (laughs) Maybe a template that you can give my audience that, hey, whenever you are ready to market your product or service, this and this are what you need to do. Can you take us through that, please? 
Well, best practice. There are hundreds of best practices and disciplines and tactics. Um, let me let me share a probably an important thing that is a a, a unifying best practice, um, and that is the difference between joined up marketing and what I call random acts of marketing. Okay, so random acts of marketing is. Well, we tried online advertising for a few weeks and I spent 500 bucks on it and nothing happened. That's just, it's random. We tried it, didn't work. I tried blogging. I wrote a couple of blog posts and we didn't get any customers. I did a podcast for a few weeks. Nothing happened, right? Random point solutions. Joined up marketing takes a pretty comprehensive view, even if each of those elements in that joined up marketing plan is what you might call uh, a minimum viable product. You don't have to be Microsoft doing, you know, thousands of pages of marketing plans, but you have to think about your audience. You need ideal client profiles, personas. You have to think about that's who you're talking to. You have to think about what you're going to say. So you need to think about products, customer pain points, positioning, messaging, how you communicate that. You need to think about um, tone of voice, how you want to speak, get some consistency around that. You need a content plan. You need to think about how you're going to engage people, you know, typically thinking about blogging, but it can be video, it can be social media, it can be, you know, that how you how you are going to reach out to people and plan that and, you know, talk to the customers about their issues in their language, um, how you are going to uh, present yourself online, you know, so you need to think about your website, but also the journeys through the website and um, how you are, you're actually going to attract, convert and close on that. You need to think a little bit about the technology platform that you build all this on. And this that sounds a bit scary for people who are not geeks. Um, short answer, try HubSpot. It's going to do everything. That, that's a free bit of advice because I love HubSpot and I use it all day, every day. But there are other integrated tools out there for doing this stuff. You need to think about your sales process. So, all, And there are a few other boxes that you need to sort of put a tick in. All of this stuff has to be happening. And if you just pay attention to one area or another area, you're not going to get a full marketing out output. It's going to be random and inefficient. And I know that sounds like an awful lot of work, but in practice, the cost of not doing all of those things in terms of the missed opportunities and the lost leads and the you know slow growth is much higher than the cost of thinking it all through at some level, doing something, joining it all up, and then iteratively improving it. So joined up marketing is a best practice. Self-education is a best practice. Iterative improvement is a best practice. Now, I'm giving you these very abstract thoughts because, you know, you might be running, somebody listening to this might be running you know, a hair salon on the you know, corner of a street, or they might be running a, you know, 500 person technology company. You know, it's very hard to be very specific with the different audiences. But um, those are some thoughts. I don't know. Ask me a different question. It's, uh, I'm, I'm going off at a tangent here. No, no I think uh, this is, you are presenting how marketing should be done, right? Uh, obviously, you have uh, many, many years of experience doing this. You have your marketing agency, uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, one thing that I do is to connect my audience with experts, you know, because like you explained everything, it's not everyone out there that will be able to grasp the, con uh, the concept and start doing it. 
some people will need uh, the experts uh, to guide them. And that's where I come in. If my audience, if they want to connect with you, you know, to learn more about marketing, SEO, uh, you know, getting visitors to their website, how do they go about that, uh, Matthew? So let me, let me, having gone from the very general, mm. let me drill right down into a couple of specific recommendations for people who are beginning to think about this. What should they do to get started? Mm-hmm. Um, let's, let's start with something that sits, in my view, halfway between marketing and sales, but is fundamental to both, and that's the Customer Relationship Management Database, CRM. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important that you have uh, a place, a single source of truth where your customer data lives that you can use to engage with them with email and track the, the sales relationship and the marketing relationship. Okay, so go find a CRM. There are lots you can use, um, MailChimp, HubSpot, and so on, that, that are relatively cheap to start with, but will scale up. So that's the first thing. Second thing, getting the website right is very important. Even even if people aren't coming in through your website to buy things from you, everybody is looking at your website these days to decide whether they want to do business with you. So they use sometimes it's it's people coming in through SEO and they're finding you online and they're engaging with you and they're filling in a form and becoming a customer. About half of our customers come into our business that way, just finding us online. But even if you're just talking to people you already know or you're doing you know, event marketing or PR or something, people are still coming to your website to check you out, make sure you're okay. So tip number one for your website is it is better, in my opinion, to have a smaller, simpler website that has crystal clear messaging to your audience than to try and write war and peace. And it's really common for people to go, well, we need a page about this and a page about that and something, 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 something. Most companies have a website that is too complicated and has got too much stuff in it, given that most people are only spending a few minutes looking at your website, right? So simple, but good. Second point about websites, you do not need to get all Steve Jobs and have like the world's best original award-winning website design. You can see all these books behind me on my shelf here, right? They've all got a cover. They've all got a back, uh, back cover. They've all got pages. They've all got page numbers. They all have fonts. Most books are basically similar to other books. You don't need a grand design and an expensive designer to do that. It's the same with websites. Most websites, people know how to scroll up and down. They know what a website looks like. They know how to use the menu. You don't need to reinvent any of that. You're not going to win any prizes. So just use a really simple template. I mean, you can get them off the shelf. You can sign up for a HubSpot um, website for free these days and build a really nice, simple website. Pay attention to the, the journey, the copy, the messaging, and the thing that you're doing to connect with people. Don't worry too much about making it like super sexy. That can come later when you're Apple. Third thing, I think it's very important to, you talked about expertise, the way that you establish your credentials, your thought leadership, your expertise, your relationship with people, the way that you prove to potential customers that you understand their worlds, that their world, their pain points, their problems, and you can help solve them 
in my opinion, is with a blog. You write every week, at least once a week, something that is interesting, relevant, and useful for your audience from your platform. Now, I like, I'm a writer, so I, I go with a blog. I've been running a blog since 2006. If that doesn't work for you, podcast, webinar, social media, but something where you are consistently helping, sharing, being useful, relevant, right? Always be helping, not always be closing. That's the mantra. And the last thing I'd say is a sort of starter for 10, and then I'll shut up and let you ask something else. The last thing I'd say is if you've got a website, yes, you need a contact page. You need a form where people can fill in and, you know, do that. However, you need more than that to turn your website into a lead magnet, into a lead generating machine. If you have only a contact page on your website, typically in our experience, about one visitor in a thousand is going to use that form to connect with you. And there's lots of reasons why that happens. Either they don't want to be pestered by a salesperson or they think they're going to be ignored or they're not ready to buy yet. 80% of website visitors are not ready to buy. So you need to have some other things that can start that connection. So you might have, for example, I don't know if you're saying swimming pools, you might have a buyer's guide to swimming pools that says, you know, here are all the materials you can use to build your swimming pool. And here is how you get planning permission. Big problem in the UK. Here is some of the things you need to know about keeping a swimming pool clean. Here's how you, you know, options for heating, right? If you're going to buy a swimming pool, you might not be ready to talk to that company yet about getting them to come and dig a hole in your garden. But that information, how to choose, how to decide what's involved in building a swimming pool, really valuable at an earlier stage in the engagement. So on the homepage, you can have contact us, download our free guide to everything swimming pools and click that, fill in your name, fill in your email, fill in your phone number, get the free guide. And then you can start, that's the connect stage. You can start that relationship. You can start sending them an email saying, we've got a special offer this week on swimming pools. We've got this webinar that we're running about swimming pools. We've got, you know, what you can just nurture them so that you are building that journey from, I don't know if I want a swimming pool, I might, to I want a swimming pool and I think I know what's involved and I know how to choose, to I'm finding somebody who's going to come and build my swimming pool for me. And those guys who helped me here and who have emailed me every couple of weeks along the way, they're the first people I'm going to phone. So this this engaging people earlier in the buying cycle and bringing them into that connected relationship with you that's really important. And and there is no business, in my opinion, no business on this planet that can't do that. Most businesses on this planet, most of the competitors of your business, dear listener, they've just got a contact form. So you can steal a march on them and outcompete them by just doing this one thing. Wow. That is so good, Matthew, because I, I totally understand the concept that you just explained. With the freebies, you know, uh, I, I have that on my website at a point. And with that, I was able to, you know, collect maybe almost a thousand email. And that was my CRM. I know you explained the CRM piece, you know, building my database. And, you know, I was able to now start uh, emailing these people, uh, telling them about my uh, products, my free courses. You know, and I think uh, more people, they need to embrace this idea. So that is so good, uh, Matthew. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, you have Articulate Marketing. Uh, tell us about your website. Tell us about the process of 
engaging with you uh, so that you can start helping people that want to, you know, start building their own marketing plan? So we have a lot of resources for people who want to think about some of the things we've been talking about today. We have a blog with nearly 400 articles on it, including the ultimate guide to SEO. I'm using air quotes there because it's never finished and we're always adding to it. But, you know, there's all of that sort of free useful value before commitment resource for people. We have um, not courses in your sense, but we have, you can sign up and get an email course in marketing that's going to send you an email a week for six weeks with really useful resources and information in it. Um, We have, golly gosh, probably in the order of 50 downloadable white papers and guides that are all free. I mean, you have to give your email address, but then you get the guide. We've got um, webinars, so we, 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 we don't podcast, but um, my, my colleagues and I do these fortnightly webinars where we talk about some aspect of marketing. So we've got nearly 50 of those on the site. They're all free. You can just download them and watch them. Um, so all of that is at articulatemarketing.com. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's our gift to the world. Um, we, we strongly believe as part of our culture to, that we have to share what we learn. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like to hire us, fantastic. There's a contact form on the site. We'd love to hear from you. But but the main thing is, please come and look at those resources, and, and I hope they're useful. Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, guys, uh, there you have it. If you want to connect uh, and learn more uh, about what uh, Matthew, uh, what he does, please check out his website, www.articulatemarketing.com. So other than that, uh, Matthew, where else can my audience find you? Do you have a Twitter account, uh, Facebook page? Yeah, I'm like the worst person. Oh, (laughs) the lights just come on there. I'm absolutely the worst person for social media. Um, You can connect with me on LinkedIn if you like. That would be nice. Um, I have a personal blog that I write about management and leadership. Um, at the intersection of technology and it's called geekboss.com um, I'd love it if people wanted to go and have a look at that there's nothing selling there it's just me writing about that stuff um, and a bit of Lego also on that and games um, uh, yeah so connect with me on LinkedIn um, or go look at Geek Boss um, at, or go look at Articulate Marketing and, and drop me a line I'd love to hear from you All right. Thank you very much, Matthew. It's been nice having you. And I'm going to let you know once we get this published. Thank you for your time. Bola, it's been a great pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good one. This episode of Winner's Ways podcast has come to a close. We hope you enjoy and learn something from today's show. We want you to win and excel in all areas of your life. And we regularly explore and share information with our listeners to empower them to win. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more tips and strategies to help you find the success that you've always dreamt of. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you more podcast episodes to empower you. We will love to have you again next week. Now, keep winning. Oh, 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 oh,